Welcome to the Agile Innovator, a Nielsen IQ Basis podcast that reveals the incredible people, stories, trends, and insights behind some of the most successful new product and service innovations. I'm your host, Joe Lingenfelter, and today we'll hear from our expanded verticals team as they unpack the global mobile payment report. My first exposure to a real-life in-store mobile payment purchase happened just a couple of weeks ago. I met up with one of my good friends for coffee, and I pay for my mocha with a chip credit card. But he pulled out his phone, held it up to the credit card reader, and he was set. It was like magic. My buddy is one of a growing number of people around the world who are adopting mobile payment technologies. The Basie's expanded vertical team has been monitoring this trend for a while. They decided to dig into the details by serving more than 3,700 people across the United States, Germany, India, and Brazil. The result is a five-part report, one for each country, plus a global summary, shining light on what's driving mobile payment adoption. I'm so excited to be joined here today by Mike Rotolo, George Trivenoff, and Emily Mesher as they discuss more about this report. So before we begin, let's just have everybody introduce themselves. Sure, Joe, I can begin. Uh, this is Mike Rotolo. So I lead a team at Bases that uh, works in the U.S. focused on innovation research for clients in tech, consumer durables, and the gaming industries. Uh, many people don't think of bases as working in these spaces, given we have a, a strong heritage in CPG. But we've actually been working in all these industries for quite some time. It's a pretty big business for us globally right now and one of our fastest growing uh, spaces uh, within tech I'd say fintech is is one of the most rapidly growing industries that we we partner with, uh, and that's really how this this research topic came to be. And I'll go next. Um, my name is George Trifonov. I lead uh, the Basis Demand Solutions team for North America. We are a specialty team within the Basis organization that is focused uh, specifically on helping our clients understand the complexity of consumer demand. Uh, and not only understand that, but also implement strategies for their brands and portfolios to win in the marketplace. We've been doing this type of work for probably over 10 years now, and we have extensive experience working with our clients across various industries, from the traditional CPG manufacturers that uh, Basis is very well known to, uh, to clients really in industries where we have not traditionally been associated with, uh, such as retail, financial services, uh, technology, even pharmaceuticals. So we're very excited to bring this, uh, this new research out. And I am Emily Mesher. I have worked with Basies for about 20 years now in a few different roles in product development, analytics, and client service. During that time, I've worked with a lot of different industries, including CPG and retail, restaurants, um, media tech, and travel, to name a few. Mike, Emily, George, thanks so much. And it's great to have you here. So. Mike, you touched on this a little bit, but could you go into more detail on why you decided to research mobile payments? Yes. Yeah, so Basis is really focused in helping our clients innovate rapidly based really around a tight understanding of what consumer needs are. So we set out knowing that we wanted to explore a space in the tech industry that was seeing a lot of rapid evolution during the COVID-19 pandemic. Right? We knew that there were going to be a lot of spaces where consumer needs were rapidly changing and our clients were going to need a current understanding 
uh, of how that was changing to really focus their innovation efforts. Uh, and so this one really jumped off the page, the mobile payment space, as one that was really rapidly evolving. Uh, so we decided to really dive in and learn what we could. I know, George, anything else you want to build there? Yeah, Mike, uh, certainly mobile payments was one of the most dynamic categories, uh, honestly, even before the COVID-19 pandemic. And many of our clients, especially especially those outside of financial services and tech, uh, were keeping a, a particularly close eye on this space. However, I would say the, the past year has brought unprecedented changes, uh, not only across the world, obviously, but in this category in particular. And in many ways, it, it has supercharged the growth they have been seeing uh, before. In fact, Bill Gates said that uh, we've probably seen about 12 years of technology innovation in just 2020. And uh, we definitely agree with that statement. Mobile payments in particular have seen a significant adoption in the, in the recent months, uh, with about 60% of those we surveyed saying that uh, they've used the mobile payment service for the very first time in the past six months. So that's just uh, the remarkable growth in this category. Um, and this dynamic was fueled in part by, obviously, the desire to avoid touching services uh, for hygienic purposes like that. Uh, but also there is a promise of, uh, in, you know, increased convenience and, and security that these uh, digital solutions offer. And certainly that has been also a major factor behind the growth that we've seen. So digging into the research a little bit more, what's driving the decisions consumers make in adopting mobile payments? Um, I can take that one. So as George mentioned, kind of we've seen over the last year, we've seen this this desire to pay in a contactless, more hygienic way. And that's forced a lot of users outside of their comfort zone. And so they've tried mobile payments for the first time. But despite this uh, recent rapid acceleration and adoption, we actually see that the foundational user needs are really still driving mobile choice in the mobile payment market today. Um, so two of the most important drivers of mobile payment app choice in the four markets we researched are security and ease of use. So what consumers are telling us is they need to understand how their private information is being used. They also want multiple layers of security, and that could be something like two-factor authentication or biometrics. And then once they believe they can trust mobile payments, they're actually going to evaluate the apps based on ease of use. And so what that means is they're going to look at, is the setup process intuitive? And this is something that's especially important for iOS users and also some of the older users who might be a little bit less tech savvy. And then users want to know if they can walk into a store or go online and really just feel confident that the mobile payment service they want to use is actually going to work reliably whenever and wherever they want to use it. So once these basic needs are met, mobile payments can then start thinking about differentiating by offering Things like money management features or personalized rewards or benefits related to social usage, which might become more important in the future. Um, but for mobile payments to succeed, what they really need is to be as reliable and as universally accepted as the dominant payment forms in each market. And today, that's really not the case in every country. That's a good point. Now you're getting me curious. So how do mobile payment dynamics differ in the countries that you researched? Well, we deliberately wanted this to be a global study, capturing the dynamics in four large, but also very different markets. And so the study was conducted in the United States, Germany, Brazil, and India. And we did see a lot of similarities across the two, the four, particularly the, the rapid increases in penetration and some of the major consumer motivators that Emily described. 
Uh, but we also saw some notable differences. Uh, merchant adoption levels vary significantly across these four geographies. This is one category, in fact, where the developed markets don't necessarily enjoy an advantage over developing markets. And in fact, it actually could be a disadvantage relative to uh, relative to those developing markets, mostly because of the legacy payment technology that we have to deal with here uh, in the United States and also in Germany. Countries like India have in many ways leapfrogged the older technologies such as credit cards and have moved directly to mobile payments from cash, much like China did before them. Uh, and what we're seeing in the United States is in fact a much more linear fashion of a transition from, from cash through credit cards and now increasingly to mobile payments. And speaking of cash, cash is still very, very prevalent in countries like Germany and Brazil, uh, but for very different reasons. When you look at Germany, the German consumer tends to prefer cash largely for historic reasons that have to do with the fear of surveillance, uh, the concerns for privacy, and especially true among older Germans and, and those who grew up in the eastern part of the country that was formerly occupied by uh, the communist regime. And, you know, I grew up in Bulgaria myself in the last years of the communist regime there. And I found the sentiments that, that we found among many older Germans uh, quite familiar. Uh, and then Brazil. Brazil is also a very interesting country in the sense that it, it uses cash heavily, uh, but for a different reason than Germany. So it's not about the, the fear of surveillance or the as much of a concern for privacy. It's more so due to the higher levels of inequality and the lack uh, of access to bank accounts and financial services that many poor Brazilians still experience. So looking forward, what's the future of mobile payments? So I think the future is going to see a lot of change. Um, one thing's for sure is that succeeding in the mobile payments market, it's going to require winning consumers trust, uh, delivering convenience, and continuing to expand the merchant adoption. And so we're going to continue to see this rapid growth. And at some point soon, I do believe that mobile payments will really be a mainstream payment method. Um, we're going to see new players, new technologies. We'll see strategic partnerships. We'll also see this um, fight to become the new default payment method. And the question everyone's asking is who will win? It's really too early to say. In some of the markets that we researched, we really did see a dominant player outperforming some of the others, and the others had a more level playing field. But to be considered, mobile payments are going to need to reassure users on some of those basic benefits that we talked about, like security and convenience, while also addressing today's unmet needs. And they're also going to really need to keep up or lead this rapid pace of development by offering new features and benefits that are going to differentiate from other mobile payment service providers and the more traditional payment choices like cash and credit cards. Another thing we looked at with this survey is we asked non-users why they hadn't used mobile payments. And the number one reason in all four countries is just simply that they are content with their current payment methods. And so there were also some concerns about security and some questions about how and where mobile payments can be used. But the fact that so many users said they are content with their current payment methods, that to me means that the mobile payment options available today haven't really yet provided that compelling, convincing reason for some of these people to shift away from their current spending habits. And so what we did, we looked at the benefits that are most likely to attract those non-users, and we looked at the unmet needs, 
today and the future benefits users would be most interested in. And all of this combined just really tells us there's still a lot of opportunity to grab share in this growing market. Thanks, Emily. Now for my last question, uh, who could benefit from these learnings? I think the relevance of these learnings go pretty broad, Joe. I think if you're any company who's either developing an app in this space or thinking of accepting these payment methods, I think you'll find something in the research that, that adds value for where you should go from here. I think for the developers of these apps, we provide a really deep insight into what the barriers are for entry still, um, but then also for those who have entered the space, what are the unmet needs? What are they looking for in the future? What are the areas for, for innovation that could guide how you as a brand decide to try and differentiate your, yourself and capitalize on this opportunity? Um, and then for those who are accepting the mobile payments, whether that be a tech company with a digital marketplace or uh, brick and mortar uh, retailers or restaurants, I think really they'll learn a lot about why consumers are using the mobile app payments they're using today, the methods that they're using. And these companies all need to make decisions about which ones they'll choose to accept as payment methods and which ones they won't. Uh, and so I think they'll, they'll learn a lot about this space uh, to help them prioritize, prioritize. And then if they go down the route of developing their own payment method in the future, I think they can start to set that vision from this research and figure out what their, what their niche in the space could be. I think uh, we, we basically try to, to showcase the, the capabilities of our innovation architect solution with the study. And I think uh, it's uh, hopefully going to be helpful to a lot of our clients uh, who are trying to get more answers in, in, these, uh, in these spaces, whether this is mobile payments or any other category. Uh, and in a way, the, the broader strategic questions that architects can specifically address that we try to do here as well is uh, starting with what really matters to the consumer uh, in a certain category. What is the hierarchy of those benefits and, and how do we really action against them? Uh, then building from there and understanding what uh, brands have the right to win. How do we win with our own brands and where do we differentiate based on a specific unmet consumer needs? Uh, whether that is uh, with specific consumption occasions, whether that is with specific uh, category expansion, there's a lot of uh, different ways to do that. Um, and then the final point is, is always about the future and the, the, the potential for growth in the future. Uh, and, and we have the ability to assess uh, consumer needs that may grow in importance in the future, even if they're not necessarily that important today. And uh, you know, our, our clients are certainly going to see some of that in this report. Uh, so I'm very excited that we're, we're able to bring uh, these insights to the marketplace uh, on, based on the foundation of, of, of a solution that is uh, bringing that robust analytics and, and, and rich insights to it that we hope our clients are going to find useful. If you'd like to learn more about obtaining a copy of this report, please reach out to Mike, George, or Emily, or your Nielsen IQ or Basie's representative. You can also visit innovation.nielseniq.com forward slash mobile dash payments. Thanks again for joining.